Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. He'll pop up he in is a on. second. He'll, he'll pop up. Come on, A. He always does. There he there is. There he is. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I had to get on. on a different different one. Well, of course you're on A. You're on. You're the A guy. <laughs> <laughs> that we're Randy. good to go. Yeah, that left oh, Randy okay. speechless. Okay. We, Trey laughed. He's the no, A I, guy. I, yeah, you got it. I didn't him. know if I thought yeah. he may still don't you remember be trying the kind of, to. You got one of those connect. live fan feedbacks yesterday saying, don't interrupt 10 seconds of Trey's time because he's the best guy on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's not really fair. You guys make the show go. <laughs> no, just, I mean, this is y'all sacred set everything time up between, and I just show up. <laughs> between 5.06 and 5.28, we, I, I really hesitate sometimes even speaking words. I don't want to interrupt you or take a, a, take a minute away from you. With um, that being said, uh, Trey, do you think, I, I heard this the other day, that K.J. Jefferson does not take what I perceive as slights. And the reason why I said slights, he wasn't selected first, second, or third preseason on the at the quarterback position. And this was by the media, SEC media, that did this. I read a story today about Will Levis. I mean, if, if, if all they're going by, the ones that voted for Will Levis, is based upon what the NFL is saying about him, not based upon what he did last year on the actual playing field, it makes me wonder mm-hmm. why some of these guys then are allowed to vote. I can understand Hendon Hooker. I mean, this guy's really good. He is really good. Yeah. I can understand, certainly without any question, the returning Heisman Trophy winner being in that, in that number one preseason spot, Bryce Young. Okay, I understand that. I do not still to this point understand why K.J. Jefferson was not number three. So I was I was listening to some commentary the other day, well, within the last 24 hours, and they said, oh, K.J., he will not take that slight and put a chip on his shoulder. And I thought, well, he took last year when there was a particular rider who said he was number 14 preseason in the conference. He used that for motivation. Why would he not use being snubbed on either the first, second, or third team, especially third team, in the SEC? He absolutely will. All athletes do that. All athletes, and I wish I could remember the article, they ignore all the advantages that they've had. They've all, they ignore, not they ignore the people that believe in them. I'm not saying that so much, but they always will look for the one school that didn't offer them to use that as motivation right you know or uh this headline or this article or what this guy said that's the thing that they stick on all athletes do that you kind of have to you kind of have to if you want to um you know prove your doubters wrong that that provides motivation so absolutely he will use that Uh, i had kj number two just because um i think he's going to have a great year and i think that there's an argument that you can make for hooker obviously richardson and levis sure um you know, we see him on mock drafts in the first round and stuff, so I can understand why people would, would be high on him. Uh, the way I do it, the way I vote, uh, 
I'm obviously not going to know every single by every single person. You know, you've got to you got to submit a ballot for eight offensive linemen. I mean, give me let's have one caller in here who can call in and tell me eight SEC offensive linemen's <laughs> names. Right. Um, you know, outside uh, of, outside of Arkansas. Yeah, right. Exactly. But I know, you know, because this is my job, so I know a lot of them. But I also know some of them for recruiting, you know, and I remember what they were ranking recruiting. And, um, you know, I read other publications, what they're saying about them. But, like, for other positions, like, you know, you have to name, what, like six wide receivers or something. Um, you know, if I don't – if I get to a point where I don't know, like, this guy's – I think this guy's better than this guy based on what I've seen. You know, I'll go look at the stats from last year, and I'll say, okay, is there a returning guy who was at the top of the charts in the stats? And if there were, then I'm going to give that guy's due for what, you know, he did last year on a preseason list. And I think that's a fair way to attack it. And I think you look at K.J. Jefferson, and you see a really high completion percentage, really high efficiency rating. I think there's all the reason in the, in the rushing yards, all the reason in the world to give the guy's due and at least have him on the first, or, you know, on the second or third team, not the first team. The only guy that ever should be voted on the first team would, should be Bryce Young based on what he did last year. It's a preseason mm-hmm. list. Um, so, K.J., yeah, I think that there's a lot of reasons that he should have been on the second or third team. But, again, you know, people love – Richardson, they love Hooker, uh, and they love Levis. Yeah, it's obviously they love Levis. Uh, I want you to uh, thank Danny for me personally because of this particular article. Uh, I think this was actually from yesterday, and we just didn't get to it. But uh, the headline is, Arkansas's recruiting dates to know. And... For those of us that stay sometimes confused on whether it's a dead period, evaluation period, quiet period, contact period, so forth and so on, Danny does a great job of laying all of this out. So I'm trying to tell all those who are not a subscriber to hogsports.com, I don't know if this was a free story or not, I I don't remember, but regardless, if you want to know when... Certain things can happen in regards to recruiting. Here are the dates to know, and he does a great job, again, of laying it out. Now, I, I do know that there's, there's a difference between uh, the dead period and all those other periods between basketball and football. This is, correct me if I'm wrong, Trey. Football. This is strictly mm-hmm. football, football only. Okay. Strictly football. Danny's focus is definitely football. Curtis's is basketball, which um, – Curtis and Andrew Ellis were both at basketball practice yesterday. They got a lot of great stuff from that also. But, uh, yeah, I think the the big one that you look at, you know, people always talk about what's the best way to evaluate prospects like or to, you know, find out if a prospect's good or not, you know. And some people like star rankings. Some people like scholarship offers to go by. But the problem with scholarship offers is you don't know if they're legitimate or not. But we're coming up on August 1st. This is wild to me because we've moved everything up in the recruiting calendar. On August 1st, Official scholarship offers can be offered to, to high school seniors. August 1st. Like, Arkansas is almost done with the, with the class yeah. that they put together. Uh, I've always just thought that's such a weird date. Like, just let them offer. If you want to offer a guy a scholarship, a written scholarship, let you can do it anytime you want. And I'll tell you what it would cut down on. It would probably cut down on, like, eighth graders getting scholarships because, you know, it's, it's definitely a more formal written type of deal. And it's not binding or anything, but it's technically kind of supposed to be, hey, we're offering you this scholarship um, if you choose to come here. So 
I think it would cut down on that because right now you can tell anybody that they have a scholarship offer and it doesn't really mean anything. The language I think they use is we want to offer you a scholarship. And you try to call and come in. I said, no, we haven't offered you one. We just said we want to offer you one. We can't really offer you one till August 1st. You know, I, I just think it's it's kind of a way to um, deceive a lot of the kids out there. I don't think it's good for the kids. But for some reason they've got this. This is when. But anyway, back to my point. You'll see, you go to Twitter, and you'll see all these guys tweeting out their scholarship offers, you know, and these are schools that really want you. If they're, if they're sending you an official letter, then, you know, they, they really want you. So that's how you can tell if an offer's real or not, committable or not, usually. Well, I thought it was a great definition between September the 1st through November the 26th. It's called the evaluation period slash quite period. And that's when uh, it says players can be returned to campus for official, unofficial visit during the season. Uh, the coaches can go out and evaluate, and but they can't talk to the kids. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I, if I read that yeah, correctly, they can't. They cannot. They can't Other than talk saying, to them at that point. I can't talk basically. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> right. And then on November the 27th through December the 17th, that is considered the contact period. The college coaches. 21 days of contact period, which allows in-person, off-campus contact with prospective student-athletes. I think that's when we think of, Trey, as what is normally considered to be the home visit time, correct? Yeah, yeah. That's um, obviously another important time. and um, Yeah, that's what you would call the home visit time. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have anything to add to that, but yeah, that's okay. when coaches can, uh, and, and, and head coaches too, because during the evaluation period, you can't, the head coach can't go. Like, he can't, right. like, during the spring evaluation period, he, he has to sit at home. It used to be different maybe 10 or more years ago, uh, but that he can't go. So this would be like the first time that he can actually get around and uh, and visit prospects, and, you know, that's always a big deal to have a coach in your house. Um you know, for for an in-home visit, and you know, you always hear the stories about the food and stuff, and you can't turn down seconds because you have to act like you like whatever you have, and then you got to go to another house and have dinner right after that. I mean, that's got to be tough <laughs> because wow. I mean, you're, you know, down in a plate of ribs at one house, and then you're having spaghetti and asking for seconds, and is there dessert? And of course, they've always got dessert. So it's, um, I know that sounds awful, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's, uh, it's kind of an interesting dynamic that they have with, uh, with the in-home visits. That's why they should sprint to and from the airports because, uh, <laughs> yeah, otherwise you just <laughs> eat so much it's ridiculous. You're, but you're right, and, and they all want to impress the families. Yep. And whatever's cooked, whether they like it or not, they tell them, the, Mom, it's the best meal they've ever eaten in their entire lives. you got to do that. Exactly, no matter what. That's no right. Matter and what. you don't. Yeah. And you don't say, can you just give me like a half a portion because I got to right. go someplace else after this. That's right. Yeah, right. That's right. No. Oh, Brussels sprouts, my favorite. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Zucchini, give me more. All right, let's talk with. Well, wait a minute. Is this Bill again yeah. from Blyville? Hey. Or is it Trey, John from Bryant? Like earlier, I'm a big oh. shot and I carry a lot of weight around here, man. Yeah. Ed from Bryant, I've got many names. I just wanted to share a quick story, and then, Trey, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Valentine graduated from Bryant in 82. He was a basketball stud. Yeah. He worked Coach Street. I 
was a friend of his until one summer I met his girlfriend. I didn't know they were dating. I met her at Willow Springs Park off. Anyway, I was in her house with her mom, getting to know her, and I look over there and there's Valentine her at the dead gum. What he called the Bronx. And I'm like, oh no, there's nobody Valentine. What am I doing? And, okay, Bill. I, I, if, okay, if, okay. If that's can I ask you a question? Let's get, let's get to Trey. He is a yeah. poor guy. He didn't, he didn't beat me up. Well, ask your question. Let's go to Trey. He was nice, but all the Bill, I'm going to hang up, go to Trey, or I'm going to hang up on you. I'm going to Trey. Trey, who are our best kids out of the porthole this next year? Who the best what? The best basketball or football kids. If you have both, I'd like to have them. The best what? I can't understand what he's saying. Basketball or football picks, I thought he said. Off the porthole. The portal. The portal. Oh, well, who, the are the, portal. who are the best? Who are the best players they've gotten out of the portal for football and for basketball? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Jaden Hazelwood at wide receiver. Jaden Hazelwood at wide receiver. Drew Sanders at linebacker. Uh, I think Dwight McLaughlin at cornerback is going to prove to be one of those. And the next one could be Latavius Brini. Could be Terry Hampton. Could be Landon Jackson. Could be Jordan Dominic. I'll go with Jordan Dominic. Just because could be Matt Landers too, wide receiver. Uh, I'll go with Jordan Dominic just because he had a lot of production already at the Division One level, Power Five level, Georgia Tech. Um, so uh, at defensive end, so I'll go with him. Jaden Hazelwood, Jordan Dominic, Drew Sanders, and uh, Dwight McLaughlin. And for basketball, I really like Jalen Graham a lot. Uh, I really like Ricky Council. I really like Trevon Brazil. And Justin Smith was pretty good. Yeah, he was a good one. Oh, well, are we talking for this year or are we talking in the past? We're talking just for, uh, for this year, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're just talking so. for this year? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Graham would be a good one, yes. And then Brazil um, would be really good, too. Yeah, Jalen Graham, Brazil, Council, Ricky Council. Yeah. And I guess I get a two-for-one with the uh, with the twins, right? Yeah. Mikhail yeah. and Mikai. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So I'll get a two-for-one with those guys. So those are my you four picks like- on both. There yeah, I go. like what the portal has right. uh, been able to yield for Arkansas so far. Uh, I realize Chris Lanzini and um, Lanzini and uh, Michael Turner uh, were baseball, but those yeah. were pretty good yeah. uh, players that came out of the portal for Arkansas. And we thought Jordan Sprinkle was going to be maybe the steal coming out of the portal, but he ended up signing professionally. So. The White Sox stole him. Yep. Uh, that tells you how good he was or was going to be uh, for Arkansas. Um, I'm looking at um, hogsports.com, and uh, you were talking about the blowout coverage that you had uh, on basketball from mm-hmm. the opportunity for reporters, writers, etc., to be able to cover the Arkansas practice yesterday. So I want to give a heads up to those that, again, not members of the um, of the hogsports.com, but uh, one story as an example, hogs have unique talent in Trayvon Brazil. Um, uh, well, this Curtis's Curtis notebook, a, his notebook yeah, is Curtis. fantastic. I mean, breaking yeah. down, breaking down all the newcomers. I mean, just 
it's a fantastic write-up by Curtis. He does a tremendous job covering basketball. But um, I thought I thought it was exceptionally good on the Thursday thoughts on hoop hogs have winning ingredients. He gets yeah, that's, extremely in depth there, and yeah. then Andrew does a very good job of looking at uh, the lack of. Is is I mean that's just all you can say mm-hmm. uh, for twenty two beyond the three point line. So uh, very yeah. good stories. You need to. Uh, we're lucky to have had a lot of growth. Our subscriber base has grown significantly, but we keep putting back in. Um, it used to just be me and Danny, and then we hired Curtis, and uh, we just made, fairly recently hired Andrew. So we've doubled, you know, only a few years, doubled the size of the staff. So um, the plan continues to be in motion uh, to dominate Arkansas sports coverage. So, um, yeah, I appreciate anybody that wants to come join up, and it's a good time, too, because uh, fall camp's about to start, and it's just a dollar right now for your first month very good all right truth now says uh gee whiz get control of your show idiot <laughs> i thought you reeled that in pretty good from the valentine uh whatever story that was i thought you i thought yeah. you reeled that in yeah, yeah. i think you did yeah, a good yeah. job there yeah. <laughs> uh, you gave him an ultimatum get to it or, or drop so gracious. waste our time uh, Pecan Hog says transfer questions for Trey. Are we still open to take more transfers on defense for this upcoming season? A couple of guys Pittman previously recruited at Georgia just entered the portal from Tennessee, Florida, and Florida State. Do you see Pittman going after Lewis, Wilson, and I don't know who the other guy is. I think they have a couple of spots if they want to um, because of the scholarship guys that they added, the last two were actually retroactively added, so they counted to last year. So I believe they've got two spots left. I haven't ran the numbers in a little bit because it went quite, you know, after the portal stuff. But I think maybe if they wanted to, I mean, now it doesn't matter, right? Does it matter if they go over the recruiting class yeah. or they don't have to worry about counting people forward or any of that stuff? That's right. So That's right. I guess it's possible. 85 is the magic Sure would number. be late, but, I mean, huh. if you think you can get better, then get better. Well, your next window would be the actual start of school. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you'd like love to get them in for fall camp. I can't imagine trying to have someone that you would count on not going through at least fall camp. But, but now, could they go, Trey, could they actually go through fall camp, and yet they couldn't enroll until, I guess, Mid-August at the latest? They would be able to go through fall camp, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to be enrolled in summer school or anything. Okay. I mean, for years they didn't even, I mean, it's probably been 10 years ago when they started paying for summer school. They didn't used to. It didn't used to be part of the scholarship. That's right. But it's been at least that, maybe even longer now. Yeah, maybe even longer than 10 years. All right, we will repeat once again, the hall is where we're located today uh, for our program. And a lot of folks starting to drift through the door. Uh, a lot of good stuff. And, no, I hate to tell you, Adam, it will not be carried on the buzz, the countdown to kickoff tonight. Um, so, unfortunately, if you're not here, you're going to miss some really, really good stuff. So, um, highlighted by Jalen Catalan. And KJ Jefferson and Cam Little. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Okay, bye, guys. That is Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. 
Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. <laughs> 